Welcome to the Clown Car, a parenting podcast where a dad and a mom talk about what it's like being the ringleaders in their own circus. We are not professionals. The only credentials we are we have are four kids. Oh, that's still me. So do your research and find We should start over. Hello, fellow ringleaders. Start over. We <laughs> we are your hosts, Barry and Crystal Ricks. My favorite part about that is like you're like like when you're trying to do, I don't know what you were doing, but it's like you're like slurping while you uh, try and do the intro there. Maybe because I thought you were going to stop and nope. start over. Nope. People want this. They want the raw Barry no, and they Crystal. Don't. They want professional and clean. Oh, no, they want it raw. Not the whatever slurpy noise I was doing. Okay. Tell us, people. Do you want professional clean <laughs> or you do you want raw Barry and Crystal? Raw. We sound like wrestlers that, now. That's probably going to be our title now. Speaking of wrestlers, you that wa- was funny. You want it raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not our title. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so let's talk about our crazy circus. Okay. It's time for the stories of the week. So this is wait wait wait! I said oh. speaking of wrestlers, and you didn't even segue. Oh well, we're wrestling in our stories of the week. I'm glad that's where you went. I, <laughs> when you said we're wrestling, I didn't know where you're going. Okay. No. What? It was funny at Sam's Club. Oh well, that's part of the stories of the week. You didn't write it down. Well, it's part of the stories of the week. Speaking of wrestlers, what? What about wrestlers? Tell us about wrestlers. <laughs> wait, you don't even have a list. It's okay. your turn, buddy. So we went to Sam's Club uh, the weekend, this weekend. We tend to go, we go out of town uh, and we go to Sam's Club to buy stuff, but we also eat lunch there. So while we're eating... Because you can feed your family for $12. Right. A family of six. Right. And so we, uh, you know, had our pizza and our hot dogs and And our... our large drinks. Large drinks of soda. Yes, we're a healthy (laughs) family. But, uh, so... And we we like to watch people, not as creepers, but, you know, we enjoy watching people just to see what they're buying. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why they're buying 50 pounds of meat or something like that. <laughs> and it's just, uh, so... No, we don't watch the people. We like to see what's in their cart. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we say we like to watch the people. Well, so someone was pushing their cart by... I think it's kind of creepy. And they had, they had a box of trash bags, and it was called... <laughs> Hefty Supreme. And and as it's going by, I'm like, Hefty Supreme. I'm like, that was my wrestler's name in high school. He always does <laughs> things like that. Like, that's my... what What's the cover band? That's my, my cover band, yeah. But you always say, like... It, dep- it depends on the whatever said. Like, oh, I didn't know you changed it. I do I change it. I pay attention. Yeah, I change, it, I change it relating to what was said and the band. Yeah, he'll always be like, oh, Bag of Fritos, that was my Depeche Mode cover bed no that doesn't make any sense i'm just saying i'm giving you an example there's a bag of fritos on the desk it makes sense people oh okay but i'm just saying so anyway yeah so he said though that was what hefty supreme that was my middle school wrestling name yeah i said that was my wrestler's name in high school high school high school right and so we thus proceeded everything turns into a weird game for us (laughs) we thus proceeded to watch all the different products (laughs) that were going through people's baskets as they were passing us to leave the store uh, and giving each and finding stuff that sounded like 
funny wrestlers like food names product. food yeah, products or brand, or brand name. names or stuff like that yeah so like, i am garbage bag power flex she, she said well i'm the power flex and then i saw something else that was these mini muffins and i'm like no you're little bites yeah and he he was made i was little bites and and fruity pebbles fruity pebbles <laughs> Fruit Loops. By the end, though, we were laughing so hard, and I felt bad because sometimes people would walk by and I'd point at their stuff and just and burst start out laughing. laughing. Be like, <laughs> what, are you, like, what are you buying? I know we totally look like jerks, but we were just coming up with wrestler names, people. Right, and we and the kids started getting in on it, but then, but then our uh, Grayson, he was like, started naming all our kids. We're like, look, everything. hamburgers. They're like diapers. They're like, oh, look glasses and i'm like no you guys don't get it and they crack up laughing but we're like no way i'm powerflex that's gonna be my nickname for the rest of my life no it's not that's my i'm gonna that's my name no it's not little bites when people when people say who are you i'm like i'm crystal powerflex crystal and then you're gonna say no she's me you don't you don't see what she's doing she's she's flexing and dabbing at the same time yeah powerflex she's like dabbing and flexing she's like so that's my new name. That's what people call okay, me, Barry. Okay, everyone. People call me that. If you listen to the show, go to Crystal's Facebook page and go, hey, PowerFlex. PowerFlex. There you go. Anyway, might not be funny to you, but it was hilarious to us. That's all right. It was lots of fun. We we like playing silly, like We're weird. creating silly games like that because our kids think they're fun. And yeah. kids love it when you're silly. And like, not serious all the time. One thing that we do in the car, anytime we go on a long ride, our kids always say, can we play that word game? The word game, we yeah. We started, we, Barry and I, when we get tired, we play a word game that's like, okay. And we don't even mean to like start it. Like we'll just say Yeah, so- now we just do it. Uh, like I'll just say something and then Crystal will say <laughs> like something. you say it first. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. One of us will start it. <laughs> there you go. And then someone will just say a word. Like say I was like, oh. Fritos. Chips. Crunchy. Salty. Ocean. Water. Hmm. Bath time. Shower? Never. <laughs> <laughs> and so on and so forth. So- right. And so now our kids love to play it. Although it is so hard to facilitate a car of six people playing the word game. Right. And trying to keep it going in a circle when our three-year-old's just like, ah, Blue. I'm Steve. <laughs> yeah. I'm Steve. Anyway, so that just shows that we like to come up with fun games. Right. Weird fun games. Probably games that no one else would think is funny. What silly games do you play with your kids? We want to know. We want to know. Silly games. What you're thinking. All right. What do you got, babe? What do I'm sorry. I'm feeling kind of hypery today. What do I have? Speaking of Fritos. <laughs> What? Your story about Fritos. Oh, I said, what do I have? And you said, speaking of Fritos. Speaking of Fritos. I'm all that in a bag of potato chips or Frito chips. No. no. Tell the story. Okay. Okay. This is a story from PowerFlex. A man named Brady. <laughs> are it's, we tired or are we hyper? It's going to be one of those episodes, people. <laughs> I can't tell. It's going to be one but, of those episodes. Okay, so chili cheese Fritos. I usually, when I have a really juicy story for the week, Ooh, I try. Oh, it's story. juicy. I try not to tell anyone, but this one, I couldn't. I just kept telling everyone. So most of you might have heard this 
while my friends if we socialize with you yeah in town i didn't post it or anything but so barry has this bag of fritos it's been here for like two weeks chili cheese fritos (laughs) chili cheese chili cheese fritos i love chili cheese fritos I love cheese. They're nasty. Anyway, so they're on his desk, and I was getting ready for the day, and the two littles were sitting here watching, I don't know, some YouTube songs or something on the computer, and Jackson says, holds up the bag, he's like, can I have these? And I was like, please, get them out of here. So they're both munching on the Fritos, and I'm getting ready, and then, um, so we're getting ready to go to the story, library story time. The kids ate the entire bag. It wasn't the entire bag. There was like... I mean, what was left? Less than a third of the bag left. Well, I guess, yeah. I should clarify. They ate the entire bag of what was left. Right. So, I get ready, and then we are um, heading out to... We're going to story time at the library. We get in the car, and I realize, dang it, I didn't get breakfast. So, I run back inside, grab a muffin that my friend made that were delicious. little plug-in for her. And I grab my water bottle off my nightstand, run out to the car and get in there, and... And I have, just in the morning, that morning, I was thinking, you know what? I am going to drink water today. I I love soda, but today is my water day. Yes. So I pull out my water bottle, and I take a huge swig of it, and it tastes exactly like chili cheese Fritos. And I look at it, and there are chunks of backwashed chili cheese Fritos in my water bottle. Ew. And I'm not... No, I'm a pretty squeamish person. But, oh, yes, you are. But I, as soon as I saw the chunks in there and I tasted it in my mouth, I just went, <gasps> and I start dry heaving, dry heaving, and I run inside because I'm like, I'm seriously going to barf. Run inside, and I'm leaning over the, the kitchen sink, and I'm just sitting there, and Lacey runs inside. She's like, are you barfing? And I, I said, no, but I think I'm going to. I'm just sitting there. Oh, it was horrible and then so i i grabbed some gum and then i thought forget it i hate water it's a soda day so i grabbed my soda and chug it on the way to the story just to get that nasty flavor out of my mouth which i did this when grayson was a toddler our very first child i drank a water bottle that tasted like a hot dog (laughs) and i don't drink after my kids anymore but this time i didn't even know that had been used but you didn't look i didn't i did not look I know, usually I hold up my water and just check You this always floaties. shake it. I always see her shake the water to look for floaties. Just to make sure. Because we know our kids grab our drinks even when we don't want them to. She always does that. And the one time she doesn't do it, it has chili cheese Frito floaties. And the motto of the story is that healthy drinking is bad for you. That's That should be the title of our episode. <laughs> chili cheese floaties. No, you can't. That spoils the story. Oh, sorry. Drinking or water is bad for you. Water is bad for you. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of water, our trip <laughs> How to Lubbock. dare you, water. Trip to Lubbock. Oh, right. Are we talking about how our children had to stop and go bathroom? Yes, all the time. So, we gave our kids... I gave our kids soda <laughs> as, you know, a treat. For breakfast. Yeah. Because I'm an awesome dad. <laughs> so This is the same day that we had pizza and hot dogs and soda for lunch. <laughs> and, and dinner. We had pizza for dinner, too. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so they, you know, they, so they had something to drink. And lo and behold, our three-year-old 
after we passed the gas station. After we passed the town. The town. We're like two minutes outside of town. He's like, I have to potty. I'm like, what? Come on. So we've created a system about pulling over and how, you know. No, no, no. What it was, was he said, I, I have to potty. And Barry goes, let's ignore that and see because he, he was distracted about he was distracted with the iPad. Yeah, he's like. So I thought go. maybe he's will be distracted enough he doesn't realize. <laughs> we can make it to the next town, yeah. and then five seconds later, I have to potty. And we're like, oh, he means it. And so we pulled over to the side of the road, and he went, and then we got on the road, and like what, fifteen minutes <laughs> yeah. later, I have to potty, and I'm like. But pulled over, and lo and behold, he went again. On so the moral of the story: don't give your kids soda for breakfast. Yeah, let's just say drinking is bad. Drinking is bad. <laughs> don't drink fluids in people. all forms. That's a good life lesson. There you go. Future it's a new, parents. It's a new diet. Don't drink. <laughs> just eat. Right. Um. So yeah, and we actually had some friends that passed us on the way. Right. And they text us and like, are you guys okay? Like, we saw you on the side of the road. I'm like, like just paying. Just potty break. We're just going to the bathroom. <laughs> Impromptu like potty break. Speaking of going to the bathroom, I... Speaking about bathrooms. Uh, hey, we haven't shared potty stories in a while. Right. But um, I went to music time, the one I do on Fridays before play group. <laughs> and, and usually I have a hard time. My three-year-old does not like structured programs like it is he just hates it he likes story a, time music a, time he wants to be a free chicken no he wants he's a free range chicken <laughs> no he wants to play on the ipad that's his story but anyway so we're there and he's for he was actually like getting into it doing the dancing and he goes mom i dancing and everyone thinks he's adorable and then he looks at me he's like i have to potty and so i said okay well Lacey, go ahead and you know wait for us out here and i'll be back so I take him in the bathroom, and he sits down on the toilet, and I see his face get all red, you know. But he sits there, and he sits there, and I kept saying, Jack, do you really have... Because, you know, I have a hard time believing my kid actually has to go, and it takes a million years. Right. And I kept saying, do you have to go? And then, you know, you do that, can you hurry and just, like, push it out? <laughs> hurry and poo already. Yeah, I'm like, and I always show him, just do this. <laughs> just do that. And he never does it. Well, he tries. But anyway, so and I, he kept saying, no, I still have to go. And I'm like, I don't think you have to go. And he's like, no, I have to go. And so I'm just sitting there like, oh, this is ridiculous. Starting to fume. Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't fuming. I was just like, whatever. This is taking forever. Yeah. And then so finally you hear the little plink. And I realized, wow, he really did have to really? go. His poop plinks. It plinks. And uh, poop plinks. <laughs> plink. Is that better? What does it do? I would say it splooshes <laughs> more than it plinks. I like plunk. Plunk? Plunk. That's, there's no splashing sound in plunk. Plunk. <laughs> that sounds like it's like in a brick wall or something. There wasn't a lot of water there. Anyway, this is getting inappropriate. <laughs> but anyway, so finally he gets, he's finished and we get out of the bathroom and the program is over. He pooped for an entire <laughs> music time. Because, I mean, that was like right after... epic level poop right I know. There. I was like, are you serious? But at least... I think I would have been more mad if nothing had come out. 
Right? Right. Because right. then you'd be like, well, thanks a lot for wasting my time. Right. But this one, I'm like, well, dang. But it also makes us think, like, are we that impatient that we feel that we're missing so much be- between a poop time? <laughs> like- <laughs> it was like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's insane. That, yes. Okay. I if did it, miss. I missed a lot. Actually, <laughs> didn't even see my daughter make a craft turtle. If it if it was twenty minutes, I would okay. I understand, but I'm you know it's probably like fifteen. The point but... the point I'm making is like, how often do we tell our kids to hurry up when we're the ones that feel like we're right. missing out on something that we're really not missing out on, or right. like. Hurry up so I can look at my phone again or something like that. It's just like our, you know. Our- what you're saying is, is we have a tendency to rush things when we don't really need to be rushing. A- everyone it. nowadays, like yeah. we're always in a constant rush. Uh, it just reminded me this morning we were getting ready and going to church, and the kids were, you know, getting in the car, and Crystal's like, "We're gonna be late," and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, she was, you were just stating the fact that we're going to be late. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be late. I said, so let's, we know we're going to be late, so let's not make a big deal about it. And uh, and it made me think of uh, a podcast that Crystal listened to that she told me about how the... Bold New Mom. Bold New Mom. we've interviewed before. That, we, that we've had on the show. Uh, and how she was just, she, apparently she was on her podcast, she was just like, our, you know... If we know we're going to be late or we know that something's going to happen, but then we're choosing to be upset about it. It's just like, okay, I know we're already going to be late. So I'm going to be upset that we're late. You made me late. Right. Which doesn't solve Which doesn't solve. It just makes the situation worse. So it's just like, oh, we're going to be late. Okay. We're going to be late. We'll we'll try to be better next time. We'll try to be on time. Rather than just be like, ah, ah. Can't believe we're gonna be late. You could, couldn't didn't get your shoes on in time, and so just you know, put that in perspective. Like next time, when something happens, just be like, okay, this happened. Wow, are you dulling out our advice? <laughs> what? what you, You're giving ad- advice, like personal advice. Usually, yeah. we don't give our own advice. Oh well, I am giving personal well, there advice. You go, people. There you go. So, but talking about shoes. That reminds me of this video that I saw this week where uh, the video is a mom and she's like, she's like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be leaving in five minutes. Get your shoes on. And, oh. and then like a couple, and then you see her again. Okay. It's we're, we got to go get your shoes on. And she's like being calm. And then, and then gradually the next time she's like, get your shoes on. We're going. And then she's like, will you please get your shoes on? And then finally it just escalates like. Get your shoes on! <laughs> and then Wow, that's real life. And then and then the the you know, the ten year old girl or ever you see her putting her shoes on, she's like, geez, mom, you don't have to yell all the time. <laughs> and I and it was like a perfect example. Like I felt that as a parent, like I wouldn't need to yell if you just get your shoes on, if not the first time, at least the second time I asked you, like calmly, just like get your shoes on, get your, get your shoes on. Right. Or, or like today after church, we're loading our kids up in the car, and our five-year-old doesn't have shoes on, and we're like, "Where are your shoes?" And she's like, "I don't know." I don't know. And we could not find her shoes. We sent everyone out looking for them. No shoes went returned. Through, went through our church building, searched around. Nope, no <laughs> shoes are a wall. 
Right. So uh, if you find shoes. If you find some white shoes. There are. Let us know. Anyway. Just kind of remind me. Anyway. Continuing on. Losing my list. Oh, you're continuing on. Your list is on your phone and turned off. Okay. Um, when we were at Burger King, Burger King, we we had a little daddy lunch date the other day with the kiddos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice. And while we're there, there were obviously someone had had a party because there were balloons everywhere. Right. And um. And the kids there that day were so <laughs> screamy loud. I know. Usually like, I, we usually, can tune it out. Usually I'm, yeah, we can tune it out. Like, kids will be noisy, but these kids were like that high pitch yeah. screamy. And they were doing it because they were playing or like being silly, but it was like, it was almost too much. I was like, right. whoa. Yeah, every time they'd scream. Down. Every time they'd scream, he'd do that like slow blink and his shoulders would I'd, drop. I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> like, but, so... It hurts my ears. Right, but the point of my portion of the story Sorry. is that there were there were a pile of balloons someone left from a party. Pink balloons. And obviously, we're not big germ people because we're like, go play with the balloons, kids. We don't know where they came from. You know what? That didn't even co- cross my lo- mind about germs, germs or anything. I know, I know. That's like, what kind like, of parents we are. It's like, balloons, swore. Right. And so, anyway, so we're letting them play with these balloons. And I don't know what we're thinking, but Lacey asked if she could take them home. And we're like, yeah, sure. So she carries out three balloons into right. the car. Right. And and then like a week later, I open up the trunk to put our groceries in and Lacey's like, My balloons She'd forgotten that she put them in the trunk. She's like, Oh, they're in the trunk. And then it's a really windy day and it sucks them out of the car. Oh, and she's no. like, My balloons I'm like, Are you kidding me? You didn't even know they were back here. No, they were here. And then so I'm putting the groceries away and she's like, Mom, look. And one of the balloons got caught in, like, this whirlwind, you know, so it was, it was in place. Yeah. It was stuck, and I'm like, you know if I chase it, it's going to taunt me and blow away when I get close. Right. But she was like, please, Mom, get my balloon. And then so I actually chased down the Walmart parking lot to grab this balloon. It didn't blow away, but I caught it, and the whole time I'm like, <laughs> you know. Big balloon. And then we get it. I put it in the car, and she's like, can we find the other one? She's all looking. I'm like, heck no. To the no. I'm like, you hold on to this balloon. Anyway. This German-fested Burger like, King balloon. Burger King balloon that's now Walmart parking lot balloon. That's right. <laughs> it's swimming with disease. We gotta take it to Albertsons now. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I just think it's funny how kids attach things, you know, out of sight, out of mind, but when it's in sight, it's like the coolest thing It's the thing most in the important world. thing in the world. Yeah, so, you're welcome, Lacey. I said this so... 15 years from now, you can listen to this and realize that I loved you. That's right. Enough to chase a balloon for you. Chase a balloon. I had to move quickly to do that. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of quickly. Yeah. This week. This week. I committed. And you succeeded. In. I feel like we're. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> Let's. Grand reveal. Um, I've been doing uh, the Couch Potato to 5K app. App. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of things have culminated into me thinking about trying this. But, uh, anyway, I wanted to try it. So, and I'm not a runner. I'm not a healthy person. And so, I when I say I'm doing this, it is a big stinking deal. It is, because she, she hates running. I Well, I kind of enjoyed it. But that. you enjoyed it this week. When I Anyway, so, I've been doing this couch potato to 5K, and to give you an idea, my average step count daily, if I don't leave my house, is like 500. 
you know, I go, I sit, <laughs> I sit some more. Do, 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 do. No, that's not my life. My life is like, okay, I'm going to sit and play with my kids. I'm going to sit and read this. I'm going to sit and whatever. Or I'm going to stand here and cook dinner. Like, I just don't move a lot. And so, big deal. The first day I ran and I, I made it. I'm so excited. It, it's, uh, the first week's like, you run for 60 you, seconds, you walk for 90 seconds. Yeah. For 20 minutes. Anyway, I did that. And I got home and I'm like, you know what? My body's feeling pretty good. Maybe I'm not so out of shape. And then the next day I was like, I will die. Kill me now. And seriously, I had to like roll out of bed and like, oh, oh, it hurts. You know, and all week, this whole entire week, I've been on fire. Not the good yeah, kind yeah, of fire. <laughs> not the good kind, but like my body is burning to death. It just hurts so bad. My muscles. And so I accomplished this one great thing in the morning. I get up early to jog. I say jog, but I probably look more like a speedwalker. <laughs> You're <laughs> shuffling like along. 90-year-old speedwalker. <laughs> but to me, I feel like an Olympic runner. That's right. Anyway, so... I spend, I honestly, I spent most of this week on the couch going, why? And so that's, that's my uh, parenting this week was like, you know what? Go play. Mommy hurts. <laughs> so. But you did it. I'm just saying no pain, no gain. That's but, right. But I gain nothing in my mothering style. Except that when you build up your stamina and endurance, that you'll be an awesome mom because you'll be able to keep up with the kids and they'll be like, Mommy, you're crazy. And I'll be like, yeah, no, woo! <laughs> Let's go jogging! Wah! But anyway, so, yeah. So I'm trying to better myself. And right now, actually, I don't hurt today. I know. I hurt when I wear belly flats because walking is like, you know, my shin well, shin pain's like what, what does What does that tell you? What does that tell me? Oh, here comes the fake podiatrist talk. That flats are not good for you. That flats are the closest thing to not wearing shoes. And they give you no support. They support me. They tell me, good job, you ran. Really? I'm going to make you You hurt now. You just complained about pain. I know. Well, so that's my thing. Just saying. Just saying. But I did. I mean, what really, really, really motivated me and pushed me over is, is I always, you know... I think you kind of hide behind eating jokes and stuff when you, right. you're not exactly happy with the way you're eating. And, you know, and um, someone recently had said, oh, we were talking about foods we love, like desserts that we love. And we're all talking about it. And I just jokingly said, yeah, that's why I'll never be skinny. Uh-huh. And my friend said, no, that's why you choose to be the way you are. And then I was like, oh, man, I am choosing this. So right. I thought I'm going to choose to jog. Right. But but uh, but you're doing it not so that you will be skinny. Right, right. Yeah. I read this on Facebook. Probably the most motivational thing I've ever read. Right. But it said, um, exercising should never be based on guilt, but because you love yourself. Right. So that's the mindset I'm trying to do. And I'm choosing to try and change. You're choosing to just better yourself. You know, not... To lose weight. If you lose weight in the process, perk, bonus. But the whole point is I want to <laughs> run and jog so that I feel better physically, mentally, and spiritually. Right. So. Right. Well, and I feel like a lot of times when our kids say, hey, will you come run with me? Or, or like, you know, play tag or whatever. My first thought is, 
I don't run. I don't like, run. Like, I don't do those things. Right. But whenever we do it, it's so fun until I'm, like, dying because I can't breathe. Right. So that's really... I mean, I have a lot of motivation We want to keep up this. with our kids, and then we want to be good grandparents. Yeah. I want to be a healthy grandparent that, right. that will, you know, be able to play tag with my kids. So, uh, but one last thing was we're talking about it. So, I feel like I am running awesome, but my music died on my phone. Because the, the app that I'm using plays music while you run, plays your music, and right. it stopped working, and then I could hear how I was breathing, and I was like, okay, I don't look as cool as I thought I did. Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm but sure I'm doing you, it. sure you don't sound that bad. It's pretty bad. But, anyway. But, yeah, so it was a good week. It was a good week, good except week. for the screaming pain of my pathetic weak legs that are getting stronger. <laughs> But uh, Crystal found a, a quick little article that we wanted to just go over, uh, talking about how there are things that we say to our kids, right? Things that we should say. Well, I'm, I'm saying there are things that we say to our kids, and there's things that we shouldn't say and should say, and we, we wanted to focus on the things that you should say, and maybe a little bit more often than you do. So we found this, or... Chris- Since it's called Nine Things Kids Should Hear More Often. Right. So, Crystal found this, and we'll just go over it quickly and and kick you out of our... Life? Or we'll exit your ear holes. Yes. <laughs> oh, the imagery that just popped in my I head. I know, right? <laughs> We're crawling out. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, we are your conscience. <laughs> number one. Number one is... Thank, thank you. you. And, I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory, but pretty much all saying thank you makes your kids know that they're appreciated. Right. So, and they said anytime, you know, you get your little Well, anytime, anytime or, they do anything for you. Right. Or for the family or for someone else, you should say thank you so that they know that they are appreciated. Right. I think we're all pretty good about I this. I think so. Uh, which reminds me, I was outside throwing a wiffle ball with Jackson. Right. And, and, uh... It's the kind with the, they look like, what's those throwy things? The claw things. <laughs> the claw. You know, the, what's that game? It's not cricket. What's the other one? Polo. Right? They kind of look like polo catchers. No. Sort of-ish. They look like the things and used in Tron. <laughs> in Tron. <laughs> Where they catch the ball and they shoot it back at them. What? Like the throwy thing? Yeah. Okay, anyway, if you know what I'm talking about, they're like $5 at Walmart. You but geeks the, know what I'm talking about. The, the catchy thing. Anyway, um, so we're playing this catchy thing. We're standing like three feet away from each other. And every time I would catch the ball, I would um, Jackson would say, good catch. And I'd say, thank you. And then I'd throw it back and, and I'd say, good catch. And he'd say, thank you. And finally he stops and he goes, mom. We keep saying good catch and thank you. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. And I just thought, that's, I mean, that's nice that he's recognizing that right. we're saying thank you. Although it did get a little ridiculous. Right. Kids were done to death for a while. <laughs> yeah. You caught the ball. We know. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, All right. Number two. Number two. You could do it. You can do it. So it's just talking about you need to encourage your kids and... Encourage them with their talents. Uh, like, for example, our our girls, primarily our, our oldest, Jay, she is really into writing her own music right now. 
and creating songs and dances to go with the songs. Yesterday they hood. And yeah, and so they they're you know she loves to perform for us, and every single time we're like that's awesome. You and you know we think you you know you can do it. You know use your creativity and expound on your talent for writing music. Right. So, although I love how the, and it's giving ideas like show your child you believe in their talents, encourage them to never give up, treat them with their favorite fruit every time they perform better in sports, studies, and other school activities. I don't agree with that. That's kind of like haven't we talked like, about not giving yeah, food you don't rewards? Ha- you don't, well, well, just that you don't have to reward your child every single time they accomplish right. something because then it's just like they expect that like. Maybe in in the future, like it's like, oh, I did this, I deserve something now. Be like, right? No, sometimes you just do something, and the accomplishment of it, or or if like you're serving someone, you're not going to be like, oh, I served you, so you need to buy me a burger now. Right, but I mean, I <clears throat> I am a firm believer in giving recognition, right, as much as possible because that's my love language. Correct. So, correct, correct, correct. but yeah, food rewards. Yeah. <clears throat> Number three is I trust you. Trust not only important between you and your spouse, but it plays a vital relationship with your kids. Right. So I don't know. I thought this one was interesting. Well, I like it because <clears throat> uh, we've, we've used this phrase with our kids sometimes, you know, when, when we ask our kids something like something happened and they're like, I didn't do this or I, I did do this or Something like that. And we look them straight in the eyes and we're just like, okay, I trust you. You know, and I think it's important to let our kids know that when they say they didn't do something, you know, you'd be like, okay, if you are adamant that you didn't do this, I, I trust you. And but do we really, when we say that? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm just saying that so they'll be like, okay, it was me. But, but uh, you know, show, showing forth your, your trust to your kids uh, can help have a a relationship of open communication with them. Well, and it says it also encourages them not to lie to you. Right. So I think that's good. So that's something well, tr- I think this is trust, one that we can trust try is harder. a trust is a two way road too. Mm-hmm. How can our kids trust us if we don't ever trust them? Right. Right. So because we're totally trustable. Because we're the parents. Trustable. Trust. What's the word? When trustworthy. You're, trustworthy. <laughs> I like trustable. Trustable. That's All my right. wrestling name. <laughs> uh, number four. How was your day? Uh, so just talking about... there. You should always, every day, ask your children about how their day was. What was their favorite class? You know, how they get along with their classmates, their teachers. Or if, if it's during the summer, what did you do with your friends? You know, t- to create... To build on that communication. To right. let, let your kids know that you care... About what they are doing and what they did during the day. Right. And I, I like how it says every little detail counts because we've read in other articles where just asking a child, how was your day, is um, it's almost like too broad for them to really right. be able to break it down. So if you break it down, instead of saying, how was your day, say like... You know, what... How how did you enjoy PE today? Right. Or, yeah, what's what's something that you really thought was interesting that you learned in whatever class? So, I break it down, but... And I also think they... Break it down! (laughs) (laughs) But I also think that they they didn't mention anything negative. Right. I think it's important also to find out, like, what didn't you like today? Right. You know, what... Don't focus on it, but... 
But what was something hard that you had to go through? But it's important to let your kids know that they can mention negative things. Right. And and I think there are a lot of resources out there for good questions to ask. Because sometimes you get stuck on the same old things. So I would suggest looking up questions online to help you have interesting conversations with your kids. Number five is I'm proud of you. And the point of this one is that we live in such a society where it's very competitive. We raise our kids to be competitive. We need our kids to know that we're proud of them for who they are. You know, or they said like um, owning up to their mistakes, telling the truth, helping a friend out, keeping their rooms clean. All of those things should be reasons why we're proud of our kids. That's non-competitive. And it kind of made me think of um, the other day, Jay came home just really distraught. Right. And she told us that her friends in uh, during recess pointed to some kindergartners because they're in first grade. And her friend said, hey, let's go play pranks on those kindergartners, those little kids. And Jay said she felt bad and said, I don't think we should do that. And I think she asked, can we do something else? And they said, no, let's go do that. And so she said that she chose to leave her friends and go sit on a bench for the rest of recess and how sad she felt. But but she was telling it like she knew that she made the right choice and and... And, I think, she, and she did, and we let her know she yeah, did. Yeah, I think we we made sure to tell her, we are so proud of you and that choice that you made. That was a hard choice. I know. Yeah. Adults don't even do that right? sometimes. So, um, But I think that was one time where I realized, like, it's so good to be able to tell them that you're proud of them. Right. For things like that. The next one is, can you help me? And I think this is something I could definitely be me better at. Me too. Um, because I'm always like... Let me do it because I just want to get it done. You know, because if I have you help me, that adds time to it. Right. But kids love helping you do things. And and you could also take it take it as a teaching opportunity to teach your kids new skills. Or or just spending time with your kids and showing them that, you know, you love them because especially if their love language is quality time right and you're asking will you help me with this that's quality time and they'll feel really loved by that but i could this is probably the one of the bigger ones that i could work on on this this list because i I, i'm you know bake cookies a lot and all the times they're like can we help you i'm like no not today (laughs) right i was gonna say the same thing when i'm in the kitchen they're like can i help you with anything i'm like No, I just need to get do, it done. Do I want to add 20 minutes to this? Or, right. Well, know. I always think, well, I just procrastinated dinner until the last minute, so no. Sorry. Maybe tomorrow. Good job, honey. I know. That's how I roll, baby. So, yeah. So, include your kids a little bit more than you do now. Okay. That's going to be the one I want to work on this right. week. Right, if right. I had to pick one. The next one's I'm on your side. Your children should know that you support them no matter what. Let your child realize you will always be there for them to lean on when they've, even when they have done something wrong. See, I'm torn. See, I'm torn. Okay, no, there's a difference between always being there for them and support them in no matter what. Right. Okay. So there's a difference between you know if. Say my kids got into drugs or something like that. I'm not going to support that. <laughs> I'm on uh, your side. I'm on your side. No, I'm not on your side. But if you need me, I will be here to help you. Right. But I, if you don't, you know, but I'm not going to say I'm on your side when you're making 
horrible choices. Or even like, you know, that meme or that little cartoon where it said back in the 60s, the kid has the bad grade and the parents are looking at the kid saying, what did you do? Right. And And then now they look at the teacher and say, what did you do? Blaming the teacher. yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something. But I'm on your side in the way that I will always be here to push you to be better. Be better. But I'm not... I'm not going to support like, you in says, your wrongdoing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, they can lean on me if they've done something wrong. Right. I will be there to love them and encourage them. But I'm not going to be like, eh, you're good. Oh. I'll go talk to whoever you just beat up or, you know, yeah, or so. the bad grades and fix it for you. So I think that could be phrased a little bit right. different. So should we be on our kid's side? Yes. But they're... How about like, you can always count on me. But you cannot... Yeah, yeah. Right. Or I'm on team kid. I'm on your team, but so, I'm going f- to catch. I don't know. I've got no bad. Tell us. Give your- me a sports analogy. That's I'm flailing. Right. Tell, tell us your thoughts on that. So uh, the next one is things are going to be okay. So I think this is good. <laughs> this is another one. This It's good. I mean, I, okay. But I also think it's important to. Let our kids under like give it to give it to them real as well. Sometimes just like because a lot of times kids don't you know they don't see like mom and dad struggling or you know or you know don't realize maybe we're having financial troubles or you know things like and so yes it's okay to say things are going to be okay but it's also it's also okay to tell your kids like. We we are in a tough situation. We're it's hard, and you know it's possible things may not be okay, but we need to work at it to try to make it to be okay. So I believe I am a firm believer in hope, but I also believe that we shouldn't necessarily give our children false hope. Right. Well, and I but underneath it says it's important kids to understand that things don't turn out the way we want them to. Right. And I think that kind of ties into what you are saying. So maybe it's phrased wrong again. Just phrased but, a little bit wrong. But I, I totally agree with you that... And we've read some blogs where it says, don't ever let your kids know you're in financial problems because then they'll feel like, you know, their their foundation is is yeah. sandy or but whatever. But then we read another article that says that you should include your kids right. so that they understand... Like and the, we're the, on the should side. Like the value of like money and the value of, you know... Going through trials and working your way through them. Right. So, I mean, things are going to be okay in the sense that, you know, the sun always rises. Right. Is is okay. But saying things are, are going to be okay, meaning like, you know what? This this is, you know, it's not a big deal. I don't know. That's I think that that could be taken either way too. Or like, or like say your kid flunked out of school. Be like, everything's going to be okay. Like, no, you just flunked out of school. Will, can you work your way back? Yeah, but right now things aren't okay. Right. <laughs> you know, you need to... But it doesn't you need you f- to. You need to fix things to make them be okay. Yeah, but life's not over. No. You didn't just screw up so bad that there's no coming back from right, it. Right, right. Which you can never do. You, yeah, you can always fix it. So, maybe that's that's our phrase. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's not a very good one either. You, you, could you always- can always fix later (laughs) anyway the last one is i love you i love you and i love underneath it says well duh well duh like of course you would say this but i do think but some some people don't say that 
like to their kids or to their spouse because they they present their love in a different way. Right. And so they don't like say it in words. They do it maybe or they, they think like they should know I love maybe, them. Maybe yeah, maybe they do it in deeds or, you know, like I do everything for you. Of course I love you, but but people need to hear it, especially kids. Mm-hmm. So you need to say I love you. Right. I I don't think you should go a day without telling your kids you love them. Right. That's a good rule. And I love you a day keeps the something away. Keeps the uh, therapist away. The therapist away. If only. Right. All right. So there you go. Nine things that you should say or consider different ways tweaking, of saying tweaking it. Tweaking them a little bit. So, but uh, thank you for listening to The Clown Car. Parenting is hard and we believe you should get a gold star just for trying. Just remember our way is not the only way. Find what works for you. You're doing a good job. You can follow us and share your thoughts on Facebook and all of our social media, but we are most active on Facebook. We like to post things there and we would love to chat with you. We could be better though. Yes. But come chat with us. <laughs> so and you or you can email us at the show at gmail.com. But most importantly, you make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. Rate. Rate our uh, review. Uh, our review. review. <laughs> uh, our show on iTunes. Because that's important because it helps us get found on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So, subscribe, rate, and review, people. Do it. Do it right now. And until next time. And until next time, enjoy, enjoy your, your circus. circus. Powerflex. You've been listening to a Closet Geek Studios production. For all information about Closet Geek Studios, visit theclosetgeek.net for all your geeky needs. Or follow us on Twitter and Facebook.